tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello and welcome to the Geek Out Podcast. I'm Blake. I'm Henry. I'm Justin. And I'm here with our special guest, Teresa. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, you're going to have to move in a little bit closer to the mic. We got it down to the right level for you. Uh, okay. <laughs> that was a short joke. All right, so this is our very first podcast. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We're here at Geek Out in Old Town Burleson. We're located at 102 South Main. Come on in and talk about all your favorite stuff. We have comics, games, toys, all kinds of unique gifts. Um, Henry, what do we got this week that's pretty cool? Uh, You had to put me on the spot. We got some new Gundams in. We've got uh, some new action figures uh tons and tons of pokemon right on right on justin what do you what you were messing with something earlier what was it oh what the salt and pepper shakers yeah oh um, yeah that's right we do have pop salt and pepper, pepper shakers. shakers i don't know the, the spider-man venom set's pretty cool um i was playing with some of the new uh action figures we got in today and a couple of the new uh, anime statues and netaroids we got in cool so we got all your pop culture wants needs and fun things come on down and see us um today is tuesday which is our typical day that we're going to be doing this podcast we're doing it live here in the shop well i guess live recording here in the shop um and so that means that if you want to take part come on down to the shop you can be in it as well and you can get to look at the comics a little bit early so we can talk about them um, I know, guys, we and Teresa, we all had a little bit of a chance to sort of kind of flip through a few books. I don't know that we really read them a lot, but there's some stuff we're probably looking uh, to be interested in this week. Um, looks like there's a pretty good selection of stuff. Um, who wants to go first and talk about stuff they're excited about? Don't everybody speak up at all once. All right, I guess I can go <laughs> first. Why not? The book that I've been waiting on for like almost three months now, because they announced it with Rebirth, the Super Sons finally came out this week, which is where we actually get to see what happened if Superman's son and Damian Wayne had finally actually met up and were best friends. And so it's pretty much the antagonistic duo. I mean, it's kind of like what you would expect two best friends in their teenage years who have superpowers to be doing out in the world. That's cool. Um. The other thing that came out this week that I'm kind of looking forward to as well was the Odyssey of the Amazons. It's basically the prequel story to how Wonder how Wonder Woman's powers came to be, and what her people are all about. So is it? Does did they? Is it? Does it have like Zeus forming her out of clay and stuff? Or what? no? Um, it's more kind of showing what her the, I guess the planet her home planet and how pretty much how. Uh, her people had to fight for their right to basically keep the land they owned. Cause you're oh. seeing they're in a battle in the very beginning where they're fighting off all these different people that look like cat people. Oh, right on. <laughs> they're cat demons. Battling cat demons. You can't beat that. Nope. So cool. Um, Amazon super sons. Um, did you notice that, that on the super sons, one of the kind of cool things is of course, you know, Robin, Damien Wayne, has been around a while in his outfit so it's kind of 
you know, the League of Assassins look and everything. And then, but then, the Superman son is um yeah he's in the the zip up hoodie with the Superman logo on a cape and these ripped jeans that look like he's owned for like ten years. It's great. Uh, <laughs> did you look at that, Henry? Yeah, <laughs> it looks pretty cool. Uh, it look Superman's son looks exactly but like. At a, the same time, though, you kind of expect that because his dad <clears throat> walks around incognito all the time. So basically, it shows there in the thing that he's literally wearing a shirt and he opens it up. He opens up the hoodies underneath it. You know, it's the same type of <laughs> cognito that he's constantly in. So right I kind on. of expected something like that. <laughs> right on. Um, one of the things I kind of liked about that issue in particular is kind of at the end. I'm not going to give it away because it comes out tomorrow and we don't want to do too many spoilers. We'll do a little bit. Um, is there's they're they're going I guess on a a spree. And uh, another superhero shows up to say, um, what are you doing, boys? Dun, dun, dun. Right. <laughs> All right, Henry, tell me, tell me what books you saw today that, that you're really uh, The one I'm in. most stoked about is God Country. I haven't read the second issue because it comes out tomorrow, today, whatever it is. And then the first one came out. Uh, a couple weeks ago, it is basically an old man lives in a house in West Texas all by himself. He has dementia, Alzheimer's, something like that. Can't remember anybody or anything. Right on. Uh, he keeps talking about, you know, I'm going to kill everybody, kill my family, all this kind of stuff or whatever. And so his family's like slowly been getting away from him. And uh, <clears throat> So he's got like the, the depression that goes along with yeah. dementia. So, like, he has one son that, like, refuses to give up on him, even though he, uh, you all right, man? <laughs> we got it. He, uh, his son refuses to give up on him, even though he seems like he's slowly, you know, losing more and more and more of himself. Uh, and then a tornado happens, and a demon somehow pops out of a tornado and is about to kill his granddaughter. And the old man comes flying in with a sword that's twice the size of him, kills the demon, uh, right remembers everything from his past or whatever, and how did I get so old and all this kind of stuff? And then you know you pan out, pan out, pan out, and there's a Galactus-sized god saying he wants his sword back. <laughs> right so on. that's the first issue got me hooked, man. It's very cool. Sounds super. So good. so dude had basically suffering from dementia, which mm -hmm. we don't see a lot of in comic books mm -hmm. these days, and then comes up with the old god sword fighting, hopefully not the cat demons from Wonder Woman. Yeah. But, you know, the tornado demons, I guess, is what it is. They weren't flying monkeys, right? No. Okay. Oh, no, no wizard it's, boss? It's, it's very right. much a demon. Okay. And so issue two is out this week. Mm -hmm. So very much a cool thing. Um, looking forward to that one, huh? I, I actually want to read it after your description of it. So I want to pick up issue one, which we also have. Yep. Right? Okay, mm -hmm. so that's cool. It's put out by uh, Image or whatever. They're celebrating the 25 years. That's yeah, good. right on. Yeah. Another thing, you know, because they're doing that 25 years thing, so they're doing several books. Like last week was The Walking Dead mm -hmm. at a quarter. At a quarter. Um, and this week they're doing Invincible at a quarter. Um, and one of the things a lot of people don't know about Invincible is that Robert Kirkman started off with that book before he did Walking Dead. And... Um, I think there was a little hiatus in there, so that's why the numbers aren't mm -hmm. quite as high. But they're actually starting their last year on Invincible with this issue. Um, it's the first part of the last 12 issues that make up the final story arc. And it's only a quarter this week. So 
really good jumping on point. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know you're catching it at the end of the series, but for a quarter in the jumping on point, yeah, that's a it's a good place to be. Um, and if you haven't read Invincible, it's it's pretty involved actually. It's it's got a lot of really cool stuff. Teresa, I know you've been. Finding out something tragic, and then how he deals with that, how his family deals with it, and it's a lot more real than superhero type stuff. Right on. Real things happen because these are real people, so it's a little bit different than what you would expect out of your typical superhero type story. But right. It's it's really cool. It's it's a good story. Cool. So that's definitely one you want to pick up for a quarter. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's and we were just talking about Walking Dead a minute ago. Um, sorry if I'm traveling this along. I got, I got the biggest stack here. It's like the whole big thing. <laughs> um, and I, maybe we'll do videos sometime so we can show the covers too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Walking Dead, like we just said, the last one was a quarter. Um, and so it ended with the giant herd at Alexandria, not quite unlike the TV show Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, Although it was different because that's back at around issue 115 is when they are on the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big herd here is the end of the Whisper War. And uh, there's some some storytelling going on here between Negan and Rick. And if the Whispers really have lost or if they're on the verge of victory. So we don't know what's happening for our folks in Alexandria, but you know it's leading it right along. Um, probably trying to jump out ahead of the TV show too, because they're catching up fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys see this? The Justice League of America rebirth was out this week. What I've exactly seen... is the storyline behind it? I'm not real sure, but it has uh, Lobo, Batman, um, some of the other. I think it has Adam, um, or Captain Adam, I guess I should say, um, and a few other superheroes we don't see a lot. Um, those are the ones they led up with all the one shots of the Atom, uh, Vixen, Zealot, uh, Grifter, Ray. I think they did the one shots a few weeks ago of leading into that one big story. Right on. So those are, you know, <clears throat> those are still out, so you can check those out. They're really good. But a, a team with Batman and Lobo can't mm-hmm. be that bad. No. And it's not the silly emo New 52 Lobo. Which made everybody right. mad. Oh, come on. <laughs> right. The, the non-Lobo Lobo. Lobo, yeah. Um, another book that, that just is still good, uh, Old Man Logan from Marvel. Um, very Mad Maxi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, all the way through. If this, if, when you pop it open right to the middle, if that does not scream Mad Max to you, I don't know then what you does. haven't watched the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Especially the latest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, it was it. What I liked about that one was it didn't have Max as the lead. The lead, the lead. yeah. Yep. It was uh, when you had uh, Charlene Theron as her character with that that cool robo arm. Yeah, sort of the thing. mechanical yeah. arm thing that she rigged up. That was pretty cool. And uh, the box is trying to get you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's that short thing. Hey, yeah. Well, you know. Um, no, so that, that that was a cool movie. Um, speaking of robot-looking things, and I haven't read this yet, and I'm really kind of looking forward to it, but the the cover that Jim Lee did for it is kind of a chick that's very robotic-y. 
um, Wildstorm number one is out. And what's interesting about this is Warren Ellis is writing it. You know, Jim Lee kind of came up with it. Wildstorm was a thing that they did back at Image when Jim mm-hmm. Lee was there. Um, if you look across the top. It has a counter. It does. With 24, and issue one has a red one on it. Is it talking? Is it doing the 24-hour thing? Or is it I 24 don't days? know. <laughs> I haven't read the it yet. The interesting thing, though, is it really does look like Witchblade all over again. Yeah, it kind of it kind of does. Um, but her armor is pretty solid, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, except for you know on the top half. Because <laughs> well, you know. it wouldn't Jim be Lee was drawing it. Storm right. if right. it didn't have right. Right. mass amounts of uh, cleavage and whatnot. Yeah. Well, that's Witchblade all over again. Yeah, but she's kinda, it looks like she's got like some like mechanical spiky things, you know, yeah. like a spine and stuff. So that that's kind of interesting. Um, now I do know that it's a group hero book. It's not just about that girl. But I haven't done anything really other than flip through it, so I'm not sure what it's going to be about. But what it kind of reminds me of is, you remember when DC did Multiversity, like a couple of years ago, how on the side of that, it had the different world numbers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me wonder what they're doing, because this counter is similar. And I think they said that this is going to have some kind of a tie-in to the whole Rebirth thing. So... How I don't know. I got to read it. I guess um, I don't know, but I'm kind of looking forward to. It. Yep, I'm looking forward to the Batman Flash uh, detective trying to figure out how the the Watchman button got into the right. Batcave or whatever. Well, and and that reminds me. That's that's um, this week's that are out are number seventeen of both Batman and mm-hmm. Flash and Superman. Um, but that the and the issue you're talking about where it's going to do the picking back up of the rebirth story is issue 21, mm-hmm. uh, which comes out in April. Yep. Um, those have special lenticular covers, mm-hmm. you know, um, another throwback to the nineties kind yep. of a thing. Yep. Yep. Um, but those covers, you know, they did them on cards back then. They didn't really do them on a cover mm-hmm. of a comic book and they were, they were pretty cool. They were some of the cool, like baseball cards even. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have the difference on the Batman one. You have Flash and Batman, and then on they're both holding the button. Yeah. So and the the Flash one is gonna have he's like reaching out in a lightning storm, and whenever you flip it back, it's like him. It might even be Reverse Flash because he's all yellow. So I don't know if it's Barry Allen or if it's you know right. Thawne or whatever. Right. Uh, but it goes back and forth between like a basically a skeleton of Flash in the same position, and then back to the Flash. So it looks really, really cool. That's very cool. And we will have that issue here. Um, the order cutoff for ordering that for us from the manufacturer was yesterday. Yep. Um, but we did order a bunch of them, so we'll have them on hand for everybody that wants one. Um, will be a hard-to-get issue when mm-hmm. they run out, because they will run out everywhere where they're sold. Um, but that's that's cool stuff that's coming up. And, and like every week, we have all kinds of things we can talk about cool-wise that's out. Uh, anybody see ba- the Lego Batman movie? I have not seen it. No. That. I want to see it so bad. Worked the theater that night, and none of us got to go. I know, right? <laughs> and, uh, of course, the, the funny thing about working the theater that night was when we were there was all the groups of women that were going to see Fifty Shades Darker. And so it was kind of funny. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really funny because it was the same night, right? So you had, like, these families going in with their kids. And then you had like these groups of women, which oddly enough, were always like groups of three or four or five, right? It wasn't, 
I think I saw one woman go by herself, but it was, so it was, you're watching a whole bunch of older women have fangirl moments. Yes. And they would, they would, it's almost like as soon as they came in the front door with the tickets, it was almost like they were power walking to get to the theater, right? There was nothing that <laughs> well, was going to yeah, slow so them down. So they didn't want to get caught basically. Is that what it yeah, is? They didn't want anybody to see them, see them coming yeah. in to get, you know, to watch the movie. Well, and there was always one of them, like, cause the, the far vast majority was groups of three, mm-hmm. right? And there was always one, <clears throat> excuse me, there was always one that was faster than all the <laughs> other ones, right? So she was in the lead, right? And of course, you know, we were giving out comic books and, and promoting the store and stuff because of Lego Batman. And so when they would go by, I'd be like, hey, would you like a comic book? You know, and that just, that was not something they were prepared to hear. <laughs> no, they were too you know? busy wanting to go see what was going to, what, what nakedness was going to happen in a movie. And, and so the first one, you know, the fast one of the group always, the cheetah of the group, um, her, she already had responses prepared, right? Mm-hmm. It didn't matter who you were or what you said. Her answer hey, would was. would you like a comic? No. Exactly. No, just that it fast. Was, it was, it was, no, she never looked at you. She just kept going straight ahead. Now, a few of them would veer to the bathroom, but you know, most of them were going right for the theater and it'd be like, no, and just keep going. Right. And so the other two that weren't quite as fast, you know, those are the ones that if you were on the African plane, the lion would pick off because they're from behind, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like you would say, hey, you know, we're with Geek Out down in Old Town Burleson and we have comic books. And they're like, what? what? And so one of them would always turn, right? And they were like, oh, and I'd be like, and it's free. And they're like, free? And I'd be like, yeah, all my kids read comics. I said, well, come on over here. Let me show you some of these. And so then the first one would be like way down the corridor, right? And she would turn to see where her friends were and they weren't anywhere around. So she would have to come back for them. And then she almost always was like, Oh, you have comics. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the lease syndrome, you know, the, the one know. coming going, come on. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't, they were almost always like, Oh, I didn't see you when I was on my way in. Like, yeah. I know. Whatever, you yeah. Had the blinders on. Well, yeah. You got blinders on. You're going one way. They didn't even stop for concessions. You know, they would they would get into the theater and then they would send one back. Well, and yeah, they so, got to make sure they're up close and front and personal. So, but Fifty Shades Darker, that was kind of an interesting movie. If Kim was here tonight, have you seen it yet? Uh, not interested. You're not missing much, don't worry. That That's what I hear. If Kim was here, she could give us the review of it. She went to see it um, Saturday night, I think it was. Um, but she said it wasn't that well. It was mostly... It wasn't what the hype was. I'll say it that way. It was more of a setup. They Hollywoodized the book, apparently, and made it more of a... They had turned it from Fifty Shades Darker to Bridget Jones's Fifty Shades. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, what are you going to do? But uh, Bridget Jones 1 or 2. Let's go for the baby. The baby. The baby. The baby. <laughs> and, and apparently we've all seen those movies. Yeah, we were up here one afternoon. I won't go there. But, uh... Okay, that totally lost. (laughs) (laughs) Me go off Um, subject? Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. That's that's part of what we do here at the Geek Out Podcast. You never know where it's going. Um, (laughs) So what else is playing? What else have we got going on? I know in like, uh, what, a week and a half, two weeks, the uh, Logan comes out the final Hugh Jackman as Wolverine right uh, which is based off like we were talking about earlier Old Man Logan is what happens after as far as I know what happens after what's in the movie of Logan 
Okay. Uh, spoilers so. for the comic books that have been out for quite a few years, so too bad. Uh, he kills everyone? He kill Well, he dies, actually. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They. I don't remember how. Uh, he loses his mutant power of healing and then ends up dying. And the old man Logan is from a totally different universe. It's the same guy Right, alternate dimension. Yeah, it's an alternate universe. It's not the 616 proper, right. which is where he is now, but he's an old man from another one, and his family was killed, and he has to go. It's like a big revenge trip or right. whatever. I know the first couple issues of Old Man Logan, he like, uh, he's looking to find the sons of Hulk, I think, yes. are the ones who kill his yes. family. Uh, so he's on a rampage war mission to take everybody out. For revenge. The so. old Wolverine Hulk battle. Yep. <laughs> that, That's one book I, I haven't read, picked up. I'm not yeah. going to lie. It's, I read the, the De- in the Deadpool series, they have one that is, they're taking Logan to bury him, and I never I was like, what happened? <laughs> so I was kind of at a little bit of a loss. Well, that went back into Wolverines, mm-hmm. was yeah. where he died. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. supposedly died. Mm-hmm. He's under the mound of animantium. In the statue type shape of Wolverine, actually, kind of looks like the cover from one of the, the like was it issue three, two or three from the Wolverine miniseries that Frank Miller did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, where he's just sitting there. It kind of looks like that, except he's like in molten adamantium. Um, so there was the whole theory of is he alive or is he dead? Depends on how well his, his healing factor is working. If he's um, just slowly rebuilding inside of adamantium. Right. It's Marvel, so I wouldn't put that past him, because nobody stays dead in, in comics for too, too long. Not even Bucky. Not even Bucky. Not even Uncle Ben. Well, it's just like when they decided they were going to get rid of the X-Men, and here they are again. Yep. Now they have, what, well, six titles coming out? Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. That. yeah that, was, that was the whole thing, is the Inhumans were supposed to kill them all. And we're not even done with that event nope. yet, and they're already doing the other thing. Oh, yeah, speaking of. <laughs> the all-new X-Men came out this week. Yep. And, and Humans versus X-Men is still going, that, that, that storyline. Which actually is not a bad storyline. Um, like all of the big crossovers for Marvel, I think it's a little bit discombobulated. But, you know, um, they're trying to push the movies instead of pushing good comics. So, the good thing is, is if you like the characters, you can probably live through it. But it's not going to be the best stuff you ever read. Mm-hmm. You know, at least the art's pretty decent for most yep. of them. Um but other than that, I think it's, it's you know, Marvel, again, like I've always said, since DC's done their rebirth thing was, you know, DC said, oh, man, we really messed this up with the new 52. How can we fix this? And so they took the best parts from what everybody liked and put it back together again and came out with rebirth. And Marvel looked at DC and said, wow, they really messed that up with new 52. Let's see if we can make it worse. Yeah. And they, they, and they succeeded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or they brought so. up storylines before the storyline even ended somewhere else. Yep. I, they Iron did Man. that with uh, Civil oh, yeah. War Two. Yeah, uh, it was supposed to have been done in this past August or yep. whatever, and it finally finished in December. But they had already released all of the uh, Iron Man, yeah, uh, Doctor Doom, Iron Man. Uh, well, well, I, I remember too because when that book came out, we were like, "Oh, let's check this out." Doctor Doom, Doom is, is Iron Man. Man, sweet. And then you read it, and yes. you're like, "Oh, this person died, and we didn't know that." Or you know, I mean, they were like, "Oops." Yeah. Of course, that's a couple months ago, so we can do that spoiler. Well, yeah, that's true. It Tony is. Stark is like technically and dead in the comics, I think. Yeah, he's, a, he's he an AI. He's an AI. Became yeah, like a sort of god or whatever. He messed with like celestial 
mysticism or whatever you want to call yeah. it. And so <laughs> he became Jarvis. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. But I remember when we saw that issue, um, infamous Iron Man, mm -hmm. number one, <laughs> we picked it up at the same time we were reading it. And, and I go, Hey Henry, did you see this? And you're like, uh, see what? And then I get two more pages into it and I'm like, wow, they, that, that happened. And I think there were two issues behind on civil war two when that came out. Yeah. So it was extra, you know, spoilery. Well, yeah. Cause then they didn't even get to Tony Stark doing that. Mm -hmm. no, they never made it. Yeah. It was they did the very last issue, like yeah, it was it was like three months later or four months later. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just Marvel for you. I mean, that's yeah. how they do it. They they start something and they end it and then they pick something else up. I mean, yeah, I I, I you know I, I kind of long for the days when when Marvel really was going after telling good stories instead of trying to see what one department could do over another over another, and then or you know. We're going to do something with the movie, so you need to change what you're doing with this book and drive it with the book. And so, I don't know. Maybe we'll get back there. Until then, DC's pretty much killing it. And yep. it's, it's no wonder that they're taking over the vast market share of the superhero books. So, keep doing what you're doing, DC. <laughs> good stuff. Marvel, if you're listening, follow their lead. Um, you do good movies, but your comics are starting to suck. So, And I'm not afraid to say it. You know, Here we have the shop, and we sell Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. And I still love the characters. I wish they would do something good with them. You know, get good writers in there. Let them write the kind of stories they want to write and, and go for it. I think Marvel needs to debranch what they're doing. They need to pull everybody back, focus on each individual title instead of the big world universe arcs or whatever mm -hmm. to where you have to have every single book that Marvel puts out every single month to try and get the entire story which it obviously doesn't work because one book like Infamous Iron Man came out two months before whatever actually happened in the big overarching story. Right. So, it, you know, it's not as good. You know, they just need to pull it back, focus on each individual book and character that they're doing instead of trying to write everything for everyone all at the same time. So right you're on. trying to say you want Civil War three? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I want the opposite of Civil War three. Yeah. We want we want good storytelling. Yes, it's what it's what DC is now doing. It's what Valiant has been doing mm -hmm. since Valiant came back out with you know new ownership and everything. That's if you want an example, actually, you know now that I, that I say that, if you want an example, I think of a comic book company that does everything right is Valiant. I think they have great writers, they have great artists, and they get together and figure out what they're going to do. And so when they do that, they can build a world, but each book is focused on whoever that character mm -hmm. is. But it all fits, you know? And it's not like they only have two titles. You know, they've got, what, eight or nine at any given time? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and yeah, a lot of their characters aren't as well known, but man, there's some good characters in there. Yep. Well, they write a good story to go with them. Right. I kind of forgot that's why Generation Zero came out this week. Yeah, that's right. And and Savage, which is yep. actually a good book, too. Um, the whole soccer star gone wild thing, mm -hmm. you know, um, kind of the takeoff on the old Tarzan thing. And it, it, that's a good little story. But, yeah, no, Valiant kills it. You know, and like I said, DC is telling good stories. Image has kind of always been that way because it's creator-driven and, you know, mm -hmm. they're, they're not worried about a big world. They're individual creators or what they're doing. And, uh, 
uh, Boom does a pretty good job of it. Um, they focus on whatever that issue is, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, because DC mm-hmm. is hooked up with Boom on a couple things now, the crossover with the Power Rangers and the Justice League, Batman and, and Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yeah, you know. I mean, there's some good stuff out there, man. If somebody hadn't been reading it lately, there really is, mm-hmm. and there's something for everyone. So that's kind of cool. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. But that's what makes them interesting. It's not all squeaky clean like maybe a Superman or something. It's a little more real for someone. Right. Who likes that type of thing? Which that's what I like. So they do a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I if I was ranking if I was ranking comic companies right now is who does the best, I would put Valiant at the top of that mm-hmm. list. Um. But yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff. So and that and we got lots of good games out now. Um, what just there was something that just came out. What was it? Just came out. oh the new magic. Well the new magic set. Speaking of this this Friday we're doing a sealed draft. Um, so if you're listening to this and you want to play magic, come on out Friday. We're doing sealed draft. It's only twenty four dollars. Um, you get it's basically six packs sealed, and uh, it's going to be four eighth revolt two Kaladesh because that's usually the pattern. Four new mm-hmm. ones, two old ones. And so we're doing that Wednesdays. Uh, I, I guess I'm wrapping this up. <laughs> Wednesdays. No at all. Wednesdays we do Star Wars gaming, uh, a lot of X-wing, <laughs> Imperial Assault, um, Destiny. Um, got a few people interested in that right now. Uh, we do the card game too. We do Armada if we got people coming out for it. Um, Thursday we do D and D. Got a lot of good stuff out for that. Um, we have a X-Wing tournament coming up on the 25th mm-hmm. um, that we're going to be giving a ton of prizes away. Not only do we have the current OP kit, but we got some past uh, kits that they still had over at the gaming supply place. And uh, so we're going to have like random bounties we're going to be giving out during the day just kind of as we we know what they are. And so as people accomplish those, they will just get random prizes and stuff. And uh, we've got some interesting things in store for that. We do, we do. And the first place in that, actually, we're going to give away that Imperial Raider down there. Yep. Um, it's a hundred dollars ship. So first place is going to get that, along with oh, all yep. you know all the regular other prizes that go with that stuff. Uh, so come on out. We can only seat twenty-two. Um, we will take standby names, um, but twenty-two is kind of the limit on what we're going to try to do because we're not a super huge place, um, but we are a quality place. And, uh, quality over quantity. That's right. <laughs> Although, if you look in here, we have you the quantity. Have quantity of, of yeah, plenty yeah. of things. Um, sometimes we get people that walk in that are surprised that we got this much in this our, yeah. in our little spot. Well, I'm, kinda, I'm laughing spot. at our whole joke right now that we're like the TARDIS. Yeah, it's we are. true. <laughs> we're, we're bigger on the inside. Um, so, But yeah, come on down to Geek Out. Um, guys, anything else before we wrap it up? No, uh, I, I would just say check us out on Facebook, Geek Out Burleson. Uh, give us a like that has all of our events uh you can just say hello uh if you want uh we'll say hello back if we can uh right yeah you can leave us a message there too yep we we, we, we respond pretty quick normally because yeah. one of us is normally watching it yep uh i don't know what the phone number is off the top of my head so if you want to is give that. 817-439-9777 that's fairly easy to remember mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, on Facebook, we are Geek Out Burleson. Uh, so, facebook.com slash Geek Out Burleson. Um, 
you can find us there. You can we have our our actual website is Geek Out Texas because we wanted it to be bigger than just Burleson. <laughs> um, and uh, well, I, I, it was too limiting if we just yeah, it was yeah. too limiting. Yeah, yeah. we but, have but, big dreams. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, um, Port Aransas, we're coming for the beach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, so, hey, let's go. <laughs> the Beach Shack Shop. They're, they're I can see us doing. I can so see us doing that. Um, I know, right? And we have games and comics and toys and starfish. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not going to starfish. Cheesy necklaces. Okay, we can go there. Okay. Conch shells. Conch shells. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. Now I'm thinking. <laughs> Bye, Henry. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay here, buddy. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, fine with me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, come on down, geek out. We're located 102 South Main. We're in the heart of Burleson in Old Town Burleson. We're about two doors down from Grumps, just another couple doors down from Fresco's, and we are a few more than that from Babes. Babes. Right. You can stand outside the door and see all of them from here. Um, we always have things going on, or we are happy to chat. Come on down. We will see you soon. Anything else, guys? No, that's it. All right. Well, um, I don't have anything witty to say like Kevin Smith does when he signs off from his (laughs) TV show. So I am just going to say sayonara.